So what I think we need to do is we need to cast Tom Waits in the role of the genie in the Aladdin remake. This is brilliant. Is okay, I, wait, no, maybe it's not. Go on. Well, you don't. You don't even need to to change the dialogue. I mean, just think about the principles. Of, you ain't never had a friend like me. Holy it's shit! Like, yeah, right. It's Holy like, shit! It's the same song, but suddenly he's like he's 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 getting you into his van. Yeah, no, you know? that's true. I mean, yeah. like he, uh, like you take you literally that whole role. Keep the dialogue exactly as Robin Williams improvised it or however the fuck he did it. I don't care. It doesn't matter, yeah. Literally just replace the voice. Because yeah. then even even the shitty jokes, you know, even the just overwhelming Robin Williamsy jokes, you know. Yeah, 10,000 years give you such a crook in the neck. Exactly. It immediately becomes Waitian when you it give does. him the script. It becomes Waitian, but more than that, it's like the jokes actually become better because the, the jokes aren't better, they're the same jokes, but just by virtue of changing that delivery, we've now got them, you know, like we're laughing at the crappiness of the jokes as delivered by this weird, oily carnival man. Right, right. You're no longer like some so wacky ham. You're 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 fucking greasy and awkward. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're the funniest guy at the carnival, but you know that doesn't mean I, I I trust you to run the Ferris wheel when I'm on it. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a good chance somebody's getting murdered in the back of that van. Yeah. I'm not saying you'll get murdered. I'm saying you might have to help. Yeah, oh. with the murdering. Look, if Jimmy had the money, he would anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me once again in studio, because we have a studio, is my sidekick. Hey, I'm Dr. Eisenberg. How's it going? It's going great because of this studio we totally have. We don't. I'm, I don't even know why I'm pretending. We're in the breakfast kitchen. Yeah. That's, that's where we shoot, is the breakfast kitchen. Technically, it's just the regular kitchen. It's but the kitchen where we yeah. have breakfast and make breakfast. Yeah, we'll mostly make. I mean, so you, you, breakfast yeah. with the beak, it's breakfast kitchen. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's, that's that's the kind of kitchen it is. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if this were, were dinner with the beak, I suppose we could call it the dinner kitchen. But, you know. If, I we, feel if like we had a breakfast nook, yeah. then I guess it would always be the nook where we... I feel like if this was a dinner with the big, we'd have a lot more to live up to. We'd need, you know, classier uh, conversations. We couldn't say dick as much. <laughs> you know, and, uh, like, yeah, you know. I mean, I've been saying for a while. You or know, we could. Yeah. It would just be, you know, inappropriate and we would offend yeah. people, you know. There's no dress code for breakfast. You can yeah. come in in, like, you know, your dressing gown or your bathrobe or, you know, the T-shirt you slept in, etc. Yeah, what the fuck ever, you know. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, but but yeah, keep it loose. Yeah, dinner or even even you know lunch or brunch or whatever. You know, it's just fewer dick jokes. Yeah, that's when that's when the dick joke magic happens. It's at breakfast time. Yeah, because <laughs> it's early. You're angry. You know, you get you're getting jazzed up on caffeine. You know, so that's that's when the dick jokes start flying. So, semen in the oatmeal, semen on the pancakes. Semen in the beards. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, on that note, come back from uh, that. Yeah, let's 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 uh, roll a topic and see what dick joke opportunities it gives us today. Awesome. I'm sure there will be many, and we'll invent more. Well, we do. So you know, stay tuned for that, everyone. <laughs> Okay, wow, this roll sucks. It's a six. Six? Wow. Six. Wow, that was pathetic. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm i not hitting any goblins today. <laughs> no, that. that is a miss. 
Uh, yeah. What's topic number six, though? Maybe it's a winner. Topic number six. Danger. Diabolic. Suggested by Nick in Philadelphia. Oh, thanks, Nick. I've, I've, I've seen that movie. It's, it's, You've seen that it's movie the, on Mystery Science it's Theater. It's pretty good. It? Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, well, it's the final episode where they go back to Earth. Yes, it is. And, um, you know, it's got all the, the classic characters. It's got Mike Nelson and, and Kevin Murphy and Bill Corbett and Mary Jo Pell. You know, it's, yeah, it's a good one. Now, it's got the one with, um... Tom Servo has to auto-destruct all the copies, robot copies he's made of himself. Yeah, Danger Diabolic was a good one. I noticed that you're mostly discussing the sketches that happened in between the actual movie. Oh, you mean the movie that they watched, the, the, oh. Yeah. That was a crappy movie. Indeed it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's... I'm going to say I don't remember much about it, and I've seen that episode at least twice. It's... Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. It's, um... Right. That's what Nick probably wants to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Well, technically, the movie, or at least the movie as released in the U.S., or at least the version of the movie released in the U.S., covered on that episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh-huh. you know, to put a needlessly fine point on it, Yeah. and then carry it further by, you know, adding more qualifiers like I'm doing now. Okay. Uh, was just called Diabolic, not Danger Diabolic, which was the name of the Italian comic book upon which the film was based. Well, Danger Diabolic is on the movie poster slash DVD cover of the film on at least one graphic on IMDb. So they may have done the cover different ways. It, you know, this is, The movie came out in 1968. So, over the course of the last several there decades, they now, may have repacked you to multiple times. That's quite possible. It's It's got kind of the... Well, it's got the feel of those movies that, um, like, Austin Powers parodied. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it, the, it very the 60s much. and the sexy cars and the bow, 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 bow yeah. music and the, the, the wacky psychedelic effects and stuff. Yes, it is much more Austin Powers than James Bond. Yes. Or, you know, the criminal equivalent thereof. Right. Which is what it was, I guess, trying to be, but who knows? Well, that's the thing, is is Diabolic is a... He's an international criminal. Yes, he um, is. He's, he's basically a, a thief and a murderer and a smuggler and, you know, that kind of thing. And But he's a, a, a dashing and elegant uh, gentleman thief sort of international criminal. Right, he's a bad guy that they stylize like a, a secret agent spy character. Yeah. Like a, like a Bond kind of thing. Indeed. It's weird, or an or Austin Powers kind of thing. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, no, I think the Austin Powers reference is, or the Austin Powers uh, analogy is quite valid here. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's campy. It's kind of over the top. I yeah. mean, he's wearing like this all... Latex outfit with a little hole cut out for a mask. Yeah, he doesn't you know. need to. I mean, I guess within the confines of the story, he does, but no, he fucking doesn't. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a he's got a hot lady whose name I can't remember. And you know, yeah, neither can I. Wow, the gal, the blonde gal in the yeah. skimpy outfit, and they they fuck in a big pile of money, and he steals you know an emerald necklace, and he he blows up a plane full of gangsters. And explodes a couple of trucks. Yeah, and, see, yeah. He, he's fighting worse bad guys than himself. I don't so. think he's fighting it for the good of humanity, though. He is I not. Think he, is they, not. <laughs> he blew up their plane because they pissed him off. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Still, still bad guys, we think, based on what we could figure out. <laughs> well, yeah, but the other bad guys are all police officers who are well, trying to, yeah, well, protect yeah, money. But, you know, it's like, hey, how exciting that he gets away from the police. I don't know. 
I mean, as, as, as I said earlier, you know, it, it began life. The whole the whole character began life as this comic book published in Italy. Some somebody, I mean, and the the story behind it is fascinating in the least fascinating way possible. Yeah, I've only seen the movie, so yeah. What's tell me about the Italian comic book? Uh, uh, when I say the story behind it, I mean like the story behind its creation was like some people were like, you know, what's good business these days is comic books. We should make one. What should it be about? Well, let's do some research into what people like. We feel like a jet-setting gentleman thief character would sell well. Oh. <laughs> so, is I this mean, the equivalent of like in the graduate when the guy wants the, the kid to go into plastics? Uh, not exactly. <laughs> I mean, they did have to actually, you know, make comics and not just work at someone else's plastics company. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they did have to actually make the comic at some point. It couldn't just exist as a theoretical possibility. Oh, it'd be... Okay, I get it. It's the... It's the Comic book equivalent of someone coming up to a, a musician and say, "You know what's big today, kid? Viral videos." Yeah, yeah you, you gotta like, make a viral video as if you just do that. It's not even like that. It's like somebody saying, somebody starting out from nothing, saying, "You know what's big today? Viral videos." And then they analyze a bunch of viral videos and they make a big checklist: cats, fat people falling down. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah. Someone trying Nut to make shots. Right. Someone trying to make a viral video without actually having an idea for the video first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when you do that, you end up with Dr. Soxenberg. So. Right. And yeah. we all know that's, uh, that's a, a losing proposition. Yeah. Don't do that, anyone. <laughs> because if you do that and, and you get famous, we're going to be mad and we're not going to be able to do... Just don't do it, okay? <laughs> just please don't. Okay? Don't it's our to, idea. I don't think we need to tell anyone to not, not make a Dr. steal Soxenberg. Dr. Soxenberg. It's, what? It's a, it's a winning concept. He's a talking sock who looks like you who, right. who advertises spaghetti. Yeah. That's is verbally abusive to all and sundry. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, that's that makes sense. It makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I spell it all out that way, my life is just this, this yawning void that I can't escape. <laughs> and if I want to escape, what I need is a good little bit of escapist entertainment. Thankfully, some Italian opportunists came along and made a book for me. You know, if you isolate just Dr. Soxenberg from, like, you know, the rest of my life, and someone came up and said to me, like, well, well what's your, uh, what's the co-host of your show like? Oh, well, he makes sock puppets that look like me. If you just isolate that fact, it's really weird. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, that's I mean, just a minor part. No, I have this constant paranoia, okay, because, like, <laughs> we are both nerds. Sure. But we're nerds in, in slightly different ways, just in the sense that, we have different areas of nerdly expertise. I will grant that. I mean, like, I enjoy Star Trek. You are way more into it than I am, for example. I'm a Trekopedia. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, if I drop a, a Star Trek reference in a conversation with somebody who maybe doesn't know me so well, yeah. chances are it's something I've picked up from you. <laughs> That's fair. So if that person rolls their eyes and says, good lord, you're not a Trekkie, are you? I have to say... Oh, no, no, my roommate's way more into it than me, and I just you pick stuff up. And that makes me worry that people think I'm making you up. 
to to be fair, I I have on occasion attempted to convince you that I was imaginary. Yeah, dick move, okay? (laughs) It's pretty funny. Yeah, because, like, other people can hear you on the show. Yeah, yeah, no. That would be really funny if this show was just um, you having, like, a conversation with a lot of pauses. Yeah, or or me doing both voices. Or that, Yeah. yeah. Well, well, hold on. Uh, I, no, we interrupt each other. That wouldn't work. I'd have to do a lot more editing. So, right, right. No, yeah, yeah you, that would be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, as it is now, editing means put in the theme song. Well, that... Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so, the podcast standard. Yeah, behind-the-scenes info for you folks out there. Yeah. All because of my paranoia spawned by discussing danger diabolic. <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah. No, yeah, the thing about diabolics is, um, sure... He wins, you know. The uh, thing about diabolics is uh, he, he always he pulls off his heist and everything. But his nemesis is not much of a nemesis. He's this incompetent police chief yeah. that is always five steps behind. I mean, is uh, at no point is he pitted against a spy, a, like yeah. a good guy of the same caliber. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, I mean, like an international man of mystery. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if if we're creating this character, who is this? As I said before, jet-setting super criminal. Yeah, you, know, you need a jet-setting super spy. Exactly. I mean, like, if we are positing the existence of this character, yes. then the the uh, he's effectively a supervillain. It's the spy equivalent of you know the Batman and Joker. Yeah, I you, mean, you need if you have one, you need the other yeah, one. Yeah, it's like yeah. exactly the Joker is not absurd in a universe where Batman exists. No. Yeah. And if and if Batman already exists. Eventually, there's going to be a Joker. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if we're positing that, indeed, the Diabolic, a man who calls himself Diabolic... With a K. With a K on the end, yeah. Like, like I spell, like I write doctor with a K. Yeah. yeah. And that, at least, is, you know, we have some backing for that in, you know, real languages and such. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Diabolic is spelled in other languages. Maybe there is a K involved. What matters is... It's one name. It's a guy with one name that's also nobody's actual name. You know? Yeah. So, like, it's, he, he has clearly made this up and adopted this persona. We are already, we are already on board for this. The yeah. possibility of a superhero or a James Bond-style spy is not at all absurd in this universe. No, and no, yet, not at all. That would make a better movie yeah. if you're pitted super spy against, you know, super criminal. He's not a super villain, but he's a super thief. Yeah, I think what you need to get up in there is you need some you need Sterling Archer. I think Sterling Archer is the perfect opponent for Archer this character. Archer would be a great nemesis. Yeah, you know. Now, you can, I mean, he he can certainly bumble with the best of them. He can. Yes. He he. St- Archer and Diabolic have a lot in common. I mean, they love you know fast cars with gadgets. They yeah. love the the high life. You know, drinking and, and ladies. And, yeah, indeed. Yeah. And jet setting and jumping out of planes and wacky fights and it's like oh hey you know we we're in Monaco for some reason let's let's get in some race cars I can very easily imagine Diabolic falling into pretty much every situation that Sterling Archer has found himself in is he on some kind of luxury blimp (laughs) of course he is is he fighting someone on top of a train. Naturally. Totally fits the Diabolic character. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I bet if we sat down and went through all the comics, we would find him having done a lot of things that we've seen Sterling Archer do over these past three seasons. 
possible exception, getting cancer. Yeah, probably not that. Yeah. But th- th- that's... If Diabolic were made today... Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, no. If somebody does, like... If, if, if somebody does a, a gritty reboot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> where, like... It's hard to make a character like that gritty. It's like you have to take away so much that what what he's made the really game. campy. Yeah, so, it's you know. like like to make Battlestar Galactica, which is a ridiculous program. The original program was fucking ridiculous. Everyone wore little capes. You had to you change know. it from the ground up. Yeah, you had to fundamentally alter the DNA. I mean, yeah, yeah, like, it's it not to, the same show yeah. at all. It's like, oh yeah, well, in this version of this universe. People do get cancer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, to, the reboot was obviously better, but it, it took a lot of yeah. renovation to make it so. But, like, literally, major character with cancer for, like, the entire run of the show, and it, like, you know, there's, you know, relapses and stuff. and That's fine. Yeah. That totally works in, in the, the modern Battlestar universe. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now you could make the point that, that, I mean, ISIS, because it's an independent spy agency, yeah. they're basically mercenaries... But at the same time, they do battle kind of the, the classic enemies of, um, you know, American spy agencies. Yeah. The, the KGB yeah, and they, so forth. KGB, terrorists, separatists, yeah, etc. Right. Yeah. They're, they're on the same side yeah. as the CIA, effectively. Yeah, they are often contracted by uh, the U.S. and other friendly governments. So. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And indeed, you know, they, uh, they, they've they worked with Italy before, you know. Yeah. Mallory Archer said that just this week. Absolutely. So, uh... And, and much like much like Diabolic, actually, uh, Archer is, is uh, not at all hesitant to get blood on his hands. No. Uh, you know, <laughs> frankly, frankly, if Archer went after Diabolic, Diabolic would probably not get captured. He would probably get killed. Yeah. Or they'd team up, and he would inadvertently get him killed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He'd say, you're not such a bad guy, and that would doom him. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, if he got killed, it would be because he wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the structure of the show. Yeah, he would survive, you know, the, the initial capture. Yeah. And then they'd pal around, they'd have some drinks, berate some manservants, and then Diabolic would end up in a wheelchair. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I can very easily picture Diabolic... Uh, you know, uh, berating an elderly manservant. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one thing that's missing from the you film. Know, yeah. <laughs> no point does he threaten to grind sand in anyone's eyes. Yeah, I mean, you know, just, you know clinking glasses with Sterling Archer telling him, you know, never hire an Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> this is plausible. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get, yeah, if you're going to make a, a diabolic reboot, I, I say yeah. don't make it super gritty. I say, you know, go with the... Take the campy bits and yeah. just ramp them up into modern. That actually does have... Uh, I mean, now, I enjoy a darker and grittier reboot as much as the next guy. Probably a little more than the next guy. Sure, I'm still excited to see your uh, Sesame Street gritty reboot. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because I have the authority to do that. <laughs> Coming soon to the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> PBS After Dark. <laughs> I would totally watch that. I would honestly watch the shit out of PBS After Dark. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I enjoy that as much as the next guy. But at the same time, it does become tiresome after a while. As uh, uh, we established a few days ago, when I was telling you about the gritty reboot of the fucking monster. Oh th- yeah, I, I 
I don't even know how you make a Monsters reboot. I can't imagine. I mean, in a way that it came up makes sense because there are so many shows about monster people on right now. Yeah, there's a a lot of vampire shows, and any vampire show is also going to be a werewolf show after a while. Oh, yeah. That's the rule. And you guys are... Because it's, again, you know, uh, if there's a supervillain, there's a superhero. If we're accepting the already absurd premise that vampires exist, why the fuck shouldn't werewolves exist? Werewolves almost always show up in a vampire show these days. Yeah. I mean, there were there were werewolves on Buffy. Uh, there were. I mean, werewolves in, going back to, what, 97? Yeah, that, there's man? werewolves in Twilight. There's werewolves in True Blood. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, uh, you know, being human is about yeah. three distinct kinds of monster people. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's um, there's a bunch I haven't even seen. And uh, um, Lost Girl is about, you know, yeah. a whole society of different kinds of weird monster people. Exactly. And yeah. then, and likewise, uh, you know, I, I can't speak for, for Twilight just because I have not done... I, basically, I got far enough into it to realize I hated it and, and kind of was like... Well, no matter what else happens, I've hated this much of it. That's fair. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't know all the details about what happens, but most of these shows positing vampires and werewolves will then also come to include, you know, very flashy Hollywood-style witchcraft where people levitate and shit. Right, right. Even Harry Potter has werewolves and vampires. It does. Yeah. It does. So. I mean, the vampire is, you know, very briefly mentioned and is, you know, mostly just sort of a, a take that to people who thought there should be vampires. But yeah. there were werewolves very prominently in Harry Potter, you know. Okay. And uh, but yeah, so any 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 show with any kind of monster person is going to have other kinds of monster people. <laughs> I still yeah. want the, the the gritty Harry Potter reboot to be directed by Brad Neely. <laughs> that kind of already he, he already was. kind of he, he's already submitted a draft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but the the, the well, at issue here is the. The absurdity of the monsters that goes above and beyond. Like, okay, we can accept that Superman can fly and can shoot heat rays from his eyes and can do, and, and, you know, is bulletproof, and that all is fine. Hey, it's Superman, yeah. But when he pulls, like, the magic S off his shirt and throws it at the guy in Superman 2, everyone stood up and said, that's stupid. Because it just sort of, even though, yes, Superman does things that are impossible... Like, this was sort of a step too far because it was beyond what we know Superman can do. Well, and Superman doesn't get his powers from an artifact. He's not Green Lantern. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, most of your ensemble monster people shows have, you know, the at least the modern ones do take genetics into account. Well, that's what you I'm know, saying. The werewolves come from werewolves, the vampires come from vampires. The monsters is one family. Yeah, these of people Kabar. are related. Yeah. Like in like in 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 um in in being human, yeah. you know, there's the werewolf, there's yeah. the vampire, there's the ghost. Indeed, they're not related; they're roommates. Yes. So fine, but the monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what we're positing here, and what we're looking at here, okay, Grandpa Monster, whose last name is Monster. Yes. Is a vampire. Grandpa Monster is a vampire. Yes. Somehow he fathered a Frankenstein. Yes. Who then married. Another vampire, or perhaps an Elvira? <laughs> I, I, you can make... You like, can, if, if Elvira <laughs> is a category of monster here? <laughs> right, right. She's it very makes Elvira-esque. as much sense as anything else. And somehow yeah. the two of them had sex and popped out a werewolf. Their son is a werewolf, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, how does a vampire have a Frankenstein 
and an Avira, and they make a werewolf. Like, that, that and family... Then demo- yeah. And then there's, what's her name? Cousin Normal. Y- yeah, yeah, but she's a, she's a cousin. She's yeah. a niece or whatever. Yeah. Well, that probably... She's still going to be related to Grandpa, then. Yeah, Marilyn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's her name. Marilyn. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it, what matters is she's still going to be related to, you know... The, the, she's still going to have a lot of the same DNA as these ridiculous monster people. And she doesn't display any monstrous characters. Yeah, like these... Like this weird, like, multidisciplinary monster family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you would have to... Alright, well, how do we get the logic leaps here? You could... I don't have an a, a verb for making something gritty. Gritify? I don't know. Yeah, well, sure, if, whatever. If you were going to gritify the monsters, I mean, <laughs> you still have to start with the patriarch. So start with Grandpa, he's Dracula. Yeah. Boom. Now, Lily, being a vampire, is not that much of a stretch. Yeah. She she is more Elvirish than vampirish, but she's vampy, you know. You can make Lily a vampire. But that's coming from Grandpa. Yeah. So, where does Herman come in? Herman, as far as we can tell, is a construct, like yeah. Frankenstein's monster. He's made of dead people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He so, wasn't... He's, he, he doesn't have a father. Well... He would have... A, I mean, different parts of him would have different fathers. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. The, the, the monster definitely regarded, uh, you know, Dr. Frankenstein as sort of a father, at least in some versions of the story, you know. Now, Grandpa Monster is sort of a mad scientist, as well as a Dracula. Yeah, so... So, maybe Grandpa Monster... Built Herman. Yeah. Yeah. So when he says, you know, he calls him dad. Now, the question is, is Lily Grandpa Munster's biological daughter? Yeah. And he built her a husband. Is she a daughter or a granddaughter, I thought? but Because uh, if she's the niece, then... No, Lily Munster is... Oh, the, wait, Lily. Is, Lily Munster. Yeah, not Marilyn. Marilyn's right. not in the equation. She's, Fuck, where am I? <laughs> she's like one step removed. It doesn't yeah, matter. Whatever. We, we need a direct line. Marilyn's adopted. Fuck it. Yeah, it doesn't... In this story, she's adopted. And we can do a whole story about finding her birth parents and their dicks, and then she wants to... Like, who are the real monsters, you know? So, oh, yeah, no, that'll yeah. be fine. So yeah, there, she's, she's like the ambassador between the yeah. monster people and the humans. doesn't matter. That plot thread is resolved. Okay, right. go on. But, but theoretically, if, if Lily were Grandpa's biological daughter... Yeah. And then Grandpa Monster built Herman Monster... Yeah. Then they would both have a reason to call him father... But it wouldn't be incest if they fell in love and got married. Yeah, no, he's... Built his daughter a husband. Yeah, he's made of people who aren't related to her, so... Uh, totally. Yeah. Now, where does a werewolf come in? That's where that's where <laughs> it all falls apart. How does a, a vampire and a Frankenstein monster, basically a, a an abomination... Yeah. Yeah, how do they sire a werewolf, who is clearly their biological son? Yeah. I mean, now, does he get bitten later? You see, and it, what happens if a werewolf bites a vampire, turns him into a werewolf? Assuming that this is even, uh, assuming that this is a world where, uh, now vampires, you know, generally you become a vampire because you get bitten by a vampire. Yeah. But werewolves, the rules are different depending on what story you're looking at here. Because, I mean, it's sometimes you get bitten by a werewolf and that makes you a werewolf. Other times you're always a werewolf and it's just passed down, uh, you know, it's just hereditary. Right. I mean, every, every, in every fiction where I've seen a vampire and a werewolf fight. Yeah. Even if the vampire gets scratched. Yeah. He doesn't turn into a werewolf. He just gets battle damage or he dies. Yeah, I don't think you can be both. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I don't believe so. Plus, uh, often, although I think 
Now, a vampire cannot become a werewolf, but could a werewolf become a vampire? Because in a lot of stories, werewolves are depicted as mortal and vampires are not. Right. So, <clears throat> like, if you're like, if a vampire bites a werewolf, would he then become an immortal vampire werewolf? I mean, I think it's usually for uh, maybe just for the sake of convenience. <clears throat> I think it's depicted that uh, the werewolf curse makes you immune to vampirism. I guess you know, but yeah. there's no specific reason why that has to be. I think that's just how it's often put down. Okay, here's a possibility. Okay. Okay. Grandpa Monster <coughs> is already uh, a vampire. Like, right. no, none of these other characters have even been born yet, okay? Okay. This is blah, whatever. Falls in love with a human lady. Uh-huh. Okay, and in this universe, vampires can have babies. Sure. Just because. Yeah, you know? okay. Just because he needs to have some kids. Okay. I, I, yeah, I mean, I suppose the other possibility would be that... Yeah, he made both Lily and Herman in different ways. No, no, I've got okay. it better than All right, that. all right, okay. go ahead. Falls in love with a human lady, and they have a beautiful, normal, non-vampire human son named Herman. All right. Okay, and he's just a regular little boy. Okay. Okay, and he grows up and, you know, is sort of in both worlds. He's in the human world, but he's also in this vampire world, and that's where he meets, you know, Lily, oh, uh, her, uh, the daughter of one of his dad's friends who is a vampire, you know? Okay, and, nice little they, vampire family love there. Yeah. And they fall in love, and he's like, you know, oh, I always swore I would never be part of this terrible world, but my God, Lily is a good person, and we can turn this around, okay? <laughs> and so they have a baby, little baby Eddie, who is also a perfect little normal human boy, but then... Through their exposure to this monster world that, you know, that, that, that Dad and Lily let into their home, oh, poor little baby Eddie gets bit by a werewolf, and Herman's all conflicted. Oh, I swore I would protect my son from these things, you know, and uh-huh, so the marriage okay. is kind of rocky, and, like, maybe they separate for a while, and, and then, like, you know... One day, you know, little Eddie starts turning into a werewolf, and Herman's like, no, son, hang on, I, you can, you know, I still trust you, I believe in you, you're my little boy, and, and Eddie turns into a werewolf and flips the fuck out and kills his dad, okay, and then, you know... Wait, is, is Herman a vampire in this? No, he's just a human. Oh, he's a human, okay. He's a human. Okay, and then Grandpa Monster is, like, horrified by this, and little Eddie, who is maybe, like, seven or eight, is just devastated. And so Grandpa, being a mad scientist as well as a vampire, rebuilds Herman, and then, like, you know, he's, you know, alive again, and he's... You know, he gets to be alive, but he's a monster now, and he's, like, even more conflicted, because he's like, oh my god, I swore I would protect my family from this, and now I'm a monster! And by making him into a Frankenstein, he he clearly makes him a lot more durable. Yeah. So he is, is after the fact, kind of immune to werewolf attack. Yeah, he's he's yeah. safe from whatever Eddie can throw at him from right. now on. He's now big enough and dangerous enough that his son is no longer a threat to him, and he can yeah. reassert... The, the standard parental model. But does he want to? Can he even live with himself? Because, you know, now he has become a monster. That is how you do the gritty monsters. That is a gritty monster reboot. Yeah, and it's just all about, you know, the, the, the internal conflict and the tortured soul of this of this monster who was once a man. <laughs> that actually sounds okay. That, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd call it the monsters at that point, because it's like... <laughs> well, then it's a dumb name. It, that's the other problem. This yeah. family is called the Monsters. That is the elephant in the room. <laughs> the, the name of the show is just 13 Mockingbird Lane. 
Yeah, that's yeah. the new name of the show. That's, yeah, well, something actually, I think it's just, it's actually just Mockingbird Lane. Oh, yeah. Like, as if to imply, <laughs> perhaps the whole street is crazy. Maybe there's other monsters. Maybe there's a house with, you know, with a witch. Or maybe a house with, like, you know, some fairies. But, like, bad real fairies, not pretty Tinkerbell fairies, you know? Sure, yeah. Like, and maybe there's an episode where they steal Eddie and replace him with one of their children. But it's really easy to find him because they live down the street. I guess, <laughs> I guess the stakes are pretty low. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, having a world like that gives you more opportunities yeah. for stories. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, why does weird shit keep happening every week? Because this street is crazy. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to go pitch that to the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, actually, um, we're, we're going to... Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they're, I mean, they're sort of already making this show, and it's not as good as the one we just pitched. Right. So. There are only... There, there, there's a finite number of logical ways to do that show. Yeah. And so I think that's that's as good as any that they're going to come up yeah, with. Yeah, no, so. I don't have faith in them to come up with any logical way to do it. Yeah, I think we need to contact them and get ourselves invited to a writer's meeting yeah. and kind of help punch up the, the plot before they go into production. Yeah, I just read the other day that the show has sort of been uh, pushed back... For retooling. I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because, you know, someone told them this thing that I just said somehow before I said it. Anyway. um, Yeah. Well, someone probably sat them down and said, this is a dumb idea. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, they probably sat down and were like, hey, the internet thinks this is stupid. (laughs) You know, maybe for once, someone at a network actually, you know, bothered to remember that the internet thought something was stupid. So I, I'm sure some asshole came in and, and said, all right, can we retool this into a movie starring Jason Lee and find another way to make David Cross want to kill himself? Oh. I know, right? That's very yeah, sad. That like, is sad. David Cross, don't do any more of those movies that are that will make you hate them because yeah. you're, you're funny without yeah. the terrible chipmunk movies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, after the third one was finished, he came right out and said, I hated making these movies. <laughs> I'm Boy. no longer under any kind of contract, <laughs> so I am burning every bridge. <laughs> oh, poor David Cross. Poor David Cross. He got his revenge, though. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go find out who to talk to. and um, Yeah, actually, if, if you people listening to this know yeah. anyone... Yeah. Like, seriously. You don't have to play them this whole episode. There's this whole part at the beginning of the show where we have to talk about the topic before we, you know, got to the good shit. So, <laughs> um, like, so, you know, leave out the part where we're fulfilling our obligation to the listener and just get to the part where we're effectively jerking off over the monsters. Just play them that part. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, so, uh, I guess, yeah, the Diabolic reboot would be like that, except with Diabolic. So he's a werewolf, whatever. Hey, another, uh, another way you could do it is if, if when he rebuilt Herman Munster, um, the, the, the groin part was from a werewolf, but he didn't know until the full moon, and then it would have, a, like, a werewolf dick, and maybe that's how he was born. You said we're going to do dick jokes. I threw in a dick joke. That actually is a yeah. pretty brilliant dick joke. You know, they just go to the graveyard and dig up a... It's just a regular dick. What What's appears to be that? a regular man. Oh yes. my god, it's a werewolf dick! Yeah, it's like what they didn't know is that before this guy died, he was a werewolf. And yeah. so, like, now when the moon is full, yeah. like, his dick goes all wolfy. Whatever, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't turn him into a werewolf Frankenstein, yeah. but it, it means he's got werewolf semen. But, I mean, yeah, speak, yeah. But, but, yeah, but, yeah, just speaking of, you know, like, oh, can a werewolf become a vampire, you know, what happens if you build a Frankenstein out of parts of other monsters? 
That's a story in itself. What if you build uh, a Frankenstein out of like five different monsters? To be fair, Buffy did a very bad storyline about that. Oh, that's true. But he did have a floppy drive in his chest. I so. remember <laughs> that guy. He was funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, till next week, uh, floppy disks. Remember those? <laughs> I was going to do a tagline from Danger Diabolic, but I don't think there is one. Yeah, well, I think the tagline might have been Danger Diabolic. Is that even the theme song? <laughs> Not really. <laughs>